0: Looking to take your success to the next level? Want advice and tips for personal development? You're in in the the right place. place. Welcome to Not Not The Average Joe Joe Show with your host, Joseph Fleck. Welcome aboard the Not The Average Joe Show. My name is Joseph Fleck and this is another beautiful day here in Southern California. A little overcast. Sun's going down as I'm recording this, but very excited. So. Today, I wanna to talk about holidays. That's not what you think, you're like, why does the holidays have anything to do with personal development? But as, as you know, if you've been following me for some time now, I am all about perspective. I'm all about seeing things differently. And to do that, I wanna start by saying, what if we had a holiday where you go outside one day a year and you find rocks, but they have to be smooth rocks like you find at the beach and they have to be round. Perfect skipping rocks, right? If you're a good skipper, I love skipping rocks on the water. But they've gotta be perfectly round, uh, circular rocks. And you have to collect 10 of them, right? Bring them home, put them in your fireplace and celebrate. That sounds crazy, right? Let me put it in a different perspective for you. What if one day a year you had to go to I live in I live in Hollywood. So, one day a year you had to climb up to the Hollywood sign, take a selfie and celebrate a certain holiday, right? Well, that's no crazier than what we do every single day of every year. We have an we have a holiday where this is. I'm gonna put it in in words that sound crazy, but is true. We have a holiday where we wake up and wear spring colors like you know yellow, uh, pink, white, and uh, we pick up eggs that a bunny dropped and inside these eggs are chocolate and candy and we celebrate Jesus. That's pretty crazy sounding, right? But it's not because we've done it every year we celebrate Easter and it's no big deal. We have a a party once a year where we get really, really drunk and count down from 10 to zero. It's called New Year's Eve, right? Like, we have a holiday where you go outside, you chop down a tree, you bring it inside your living room, and you put ribbons on it. Like, (laughs) and then we celebrate Jesus. It's so funny to me that all of these things that we uh, celebrate every day and on all of our holidays are so crazy, but we don't realize they're crazy because nobody's put it in perspective like that before. Nobody's put it in a way that sounds like it's a little odd. You know, it's funny, like, if you're not very cultured, you can go to another country like Mexico City, for example. And they have a holiday where they celebrate the dead, right? Day of the Dead. People from Calabasas will think, "Oh, uh, that's really weird." Um, but you know, to the culture in Mexico, that's a normal holiday they do every year. So, you know, put it in this way. And I actually got this inspiration from a comedian who is doing a stand-up routine. And uh, he says, we have a holiday where goody two-shoe Christian girls have an excuse once once a year to dress like prostitutes who are kitties. And we call it Halloween, right? The point of all of this that I'm trying to make is what we do in our everyday lives as the days, weeks, months go by seem normal because we do it every year, that's what we grew up in, that's what we were raised in. Unless you come from you know, another country, another culture, you don't get that perspective. That's why I think it's vitally important that when you're young to go travel, go to Australia, go to the Middle East, go to Israel, go to Canada, Mexico, go places and see how other people live because it will change your mind, it'll change your perspective. But, again, the whole point of this is, of what I'm talking about, the point I'm trying to make is this. If you want to do something, but you're afraid of what other people might think, don't. Because it's no crazier than going out on a Sunday morning collecting eggs that were left by an Easter bunny Pretty sure bunnies don't lay eggs and eating them because there's chocolate inside you know it's no crazier than hanging socks on your mantle and stuffing them full of toys for your children you know make choices the the thought process i have every morning when i wake up one of the things that i tell myself i literally every single morning whether it's in the shower Or when I'm in bed still trying to wake up is this. If I died, I keep thinking to myself, what it'll be like when I'm on my deathbed. When I'm on my deathbed, will I look back and still worry about the decisions that I didn't make because I was nervous about what people would think? Or will I say, damn, I should have done that because I'm going to die anyways, and who cares? doesn't matter, right? I don't mean to sound pessimistic about death, but we're all living in this world together, but once we're gone, it won't matter. Now, yes, there's legacy. There's those other things. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is... When you're on your deathbed and you're taking your last breaths and you look back on your life, don't regret not trying something because you were nervous about, you had stage fright, right? I have terrible stage fright, so I can attest. But, you know, people make fun of me all the time for doing all these different projects, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a website business, cell phone repair business, Um, let's see what else I'm studying for my real estate exam right now because I don't know what I'm good at. And if I fail at this podcast, that's fine. At least I tried and I can say that. Have you, if I get my real estate license and I go out there and I fail miserably, that's cool. I can check that off. It's a victory for me, because I tried. But then, you know, I could maybe, I don't know, start a cell phone repair business, make millions of dollars, have franchises all over the country, and have everything I ever wanted. I love that about me. I love the fact that I'm not afraid to try something Because I'm not afraid of what you think. And I I hope that about everybody. I I wish everybody to have that mentality. Why not? You know? Steve Jobs didn't develop the personal computer because he thought people weren't going to like it. He developed the personal computer because he knew that. People had no opinion about something they've never seen. People haven't seen you yet. They haven't seen me yet. What do you got to lose? So I hope that makes sense to you guys. I hope that resonated. The whole point I'm trying to make is that We do crazy things every single day. You know, some of us thinks it's crazy that Donald Trump is our president. Some people think it's crazy that we went to the moon. Because here's the crazy part, and this is what's cool. In, In 1968, people thought it was crazy, and we would never... Ever set foot on the moon that's ludicrous and 12 months later we landed on the moon now in 2019 that is old news and people are starting to believe that we may actually set foot on Mars in our lifetime why do we believe that now we believe Now that we have a chance to visit Mars, because we've gone to the moon, people believe one day there may be flying cars, because 200 years ago, 100 years ago, they thought that a horse and carriage would be way more efficient than a motor vehicle, and now I get to get stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic on the 405 on my way to work every day. Thanks, Henry Ford. I love people like Elon Musk, these innovators, because A, they don't care what people think, but they're proving everybody wrong every day. Nobody believed that, I forget his name, but the guy who ran um, the first uh, mile in under 10 seconds or 10 minutes or something like that, I forgot. Um, Roger Bannister, that was his name. Roger Bannister, nobody ever thought he would run a certain distance in a certain amount of time. It was impossible. And after he did it, everybody started doing it. High school athletes today are beating his record like it's nothing. But nobody did it before Roger Bannister because nobody believed it could happen. Only one man did, and he proved it. It only takes one person to believe and to will it into existence to change the world. I love trying new things every day, I love trying everything, I can't tell you the amount of businesses I've owned and failed at in the last 15 years, and I love it. I used to, you know, in high school I had a record label where I promoted, uh, I think it was about 68 bands from all over the world, I was promoting bands from New Zealand to Canada to Zimbabwe, it was amazing, it was so much fun, I learned so much. I didn't make a dime off of that and I failed. But I am who I am today because of those times. Just, if you have a dream, if you have an idea don't wait until tomorrow. I've talked about this in an earlier episode and I'll tell you again the story of a man I met one time when I was living up in Crescent City, California. I was managing a Verizon store and he came in one time and he says, "Man, Joe, I I have a great idea. I have this patent. I have this this tool that I have developed and I want to sell it." And you know, put it on Shark Tank and make millions of dollars, and it's such a great idea. And he was telling me about it, and I was like, that is amazing. How long have you had this idea? He says, about 15 years. I said, cool. Where is it? He goes, well, I have it up here. You know, I'm going to patent it. I'm going to develop it. The dude was in his 70s. And I knew in that moment in time, His words, I'm going to, really meant, I never will. Because if he wanted to, and if he truly was going to, it would have been done already. You know, in my late 20s, that's what I'm realizing, is patience, but you need to start now. Have patience during the process, but you need to start now. So in five years, you don't look back and say, I still have this idea. No. You know, this, you guys are definitely not going to believe me in this story, but I'm going to tell it to you anyways. When I was in middle school, I think I was in middle school, I loved building things. I loved working with wood and nails and screws and tools. I loved it. Ever since I was a little kid, I loved building bird feeders and stuff like that. And I remember this one time, I came up with a thing uh, where, you know those motors you played with in high school, where you hook the battery up and, you know, you could put uh, wheels on it or a fan and it zoom. Um, well, I developed this thing where it was a platform. And kind of like skates, but you you stood on it. And when you leaned forward... It motorized you and went forward. And when you leaned back, it went backwards. And so when you put, you know, your left foot forward and your right foot back, you turned right, and vice versa. And I had this idea, I had the concept and everything. It was really cool. And my dad's I showed it to my dad, a working prototype that I actually had. And he's like, That's an amazing idea. You know, it's kind of like a scooter, but You're facing forward and not on your side like a skateboard. He's like, I will, my dad literally told me, I will pay for you to patent that idea. Just uh, complete the project. It It was halfway done. But I had it all written down on paper. I said, okay, well, I never did. And about five years later, I was watching the news with my dad and they had a story about this guy who invented what was called IT, which later was renamed as the Segway, the two-wheel personal scooter. It was an exact, almost an exact replica of what I had designed. Only mine was on four wheels, not two. And I was like, oh my gosh, I invented that. The guy made millions of dollars it's a huge company now, but get this, the guy who invented the Segway fell off his Segway over a cliff and fell to his death. Could that have been me? I don't know. This life is crazy, you never know, you know, you could be super successful, win the lottery and get hit by a bus, or you can live out your life, keep you know, trying and, and being happy while you try. Cause I tell you what, like, I'm not successful by any means, right? I work a nine to five job and I have all these side hustles I do, but I love it. I love the process. You know, I, I thought about it today. I thought about, you know, when I do become successful and I have lots of money and live in a big house and I'm still recording this podcast, I'm gonna look back and I'm gonna cry. At this moment in time, the time where I didn't have two pennies to pinch together, but I was happy because I was just doing what I loved. And I firmly believe if you do it for, if you do things for the love of it and not for the chase of money, you're gonna win. Enjoy the process, enjoy the hustle. I love it. Learn to love it. Otherwise, you will be miserable because I've seen people live and die miserable from chasing money. They might have been on the same path as you and me, but the path didn't end the same way. I'm going to die very happy because I'm enjoying the process. I'm loving it every step of the way and I hope one day it'll pay off. But until then, stay golden. My name is Joseph Fleck, and this is Not The Average Joe Show. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Not The Average Joe Show with your host, Joseph Fleck. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit nottheaveragejoeshow.com and facebook.com slash Show. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time on Not The Average Joe Show.